Welcome, Jurassic fans, to the 113th episode of your other nerd podcast. I'm your host, Daniel, and this is the man who's still trying to leave the tall grass, Matthew Millen. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Never leave the tall grass. Use it as cover. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, good sir, how are you today in this chilly and lovely day? Yeah, well, I'm doing fantastic because, you see, last Saturday, yeah, it was last Saturday, I went to see Dominion because, yeah, folks, I don't know what the hell, but it was released so much earlier in Brazil than, like, in so many other parts of the world. And then I got my nice bucket ah. that is egg-shaped where I had, you know, my two kilos of popcorn. Have a look at this. Oh, I want that. Yeah. So I have to get one for myself. Indeed, it was pretty expensive. It was like 37 reais. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> this bloody thing. <laughs> so so uh, today we have a quite, finally, a quite very expected news to talk about. Really? Please, Danny Boy, introduce us to this marvelous finding. Um, okay, um, I still don't see why it's like the talk of the town, but uh, all right, sure. So it was the discovery of a knack vertebra, but dun, 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 it has led us to a fantastic <laughs> discovery indeed. So you see, when you think of abelisaurids, you think of creatures that lived, well, in South America, right? Like carnotauruses. And of course, there are animals that we know that, ha that have lived in other places, like a Majungasaurus who lived well in Majunga, which is in uh, Madagascar. But I mean, now we know that there was some other species and uh, like the kind of animal as a whole living in Northern Africa. I don't know. So this comes from the Baharia formation, which is also the place from where we got, which species, Matthew? Uh, Spinosaur, isn't it? Spinosaurus and Carcharodontosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. And Bahariosaurus also. Uh, yeah, there's that one as well. So uh, now imagine the place was literally crawling with carnivores. Yes, this is why it's so important. We are finally bringing a news about carnivores instead oh. of just, you know, big herbivores. And I flying reptiles. Except the, the, oh yeah, and flying reptiles. Except those, those episodes we did about T-Rexes. Uh, and there was another one about another predator we did. This is finally the first about a predator yeah. that is unknown, completely unknown. It doesn't even have an name yet. Yeah, it so, is incredible, isn't it? So you see, um, this is so fantastic. Actually, of course, we got to give uh, the props to uh, whomever did this. So let's go for the people who are involved in this. Uh, I can say some names. You can say others just so we can divide this equally. So that was first, yeah, uh, graduate student, Bello Salam. Uh, we hope they were pronouncing y'all's names right, okay? So don't get mad at us. And, we love uh, you. We're not, we're not very good at names, pronunciation, so... Yeah, unless we it's like kill your name, we're sorry. Yeah, unless it's like in Portuguese or English. If it's any other language, we are total tragedy. So, yeah. uh, so this man here, this blog here, uh, led the study, and he's a graduate from the Ohio University. 
Who else do we have here, Max? Patrick O'Connor, who is the supervisor of Bilal Salem. We also have Matt Lamana from Carnage Museum of Natural History. Or the Carnegie. I love that place. You know, there are so many stories related to that museum, actually. Remember that whole collection of magazines that I used to read that were called Dinosaurs, the biggest animals to ever live? Yes. So there was a section that was totally dedicated to comic, you know, so there were some comics yeah. totally about like the history of paleontology and also about important people, you know, that had some uh, really, you know, pivotal roles in paleontology. Uh, just like Marianne, remember we talked about uh, a long time ago, that one girl that was uh, a fossil seller whose basic oh, yeah. was... Yeah. Killed by a lightning, yeah, that kind of stuff. And <laughs> on those comics, oh, I feel so bad for like I don't. So in those comics, I learned like the history of the Carnegie Museum and also the Peabody Museum. So all these places they were created by people who wanted paleontology to be something important because back at those times, Good only people. yeah, you know, because back at that time, only scholars. They cared about, you know, going to museums and trying to understand stuff. So they oh. started gathering, you know, just huge fossils, just like Haplocanthosaurus. That's, that was one of the first ones. It just measured 10 meters. And now I know there were much bigger dinosaurs. Oh, but cute. <laughs> says the Argentinosaurus looking down. Oh, you're so tiny. <laughs> oh, an ankle biter. <laughs> but then seriously back at that time when we we're just you know trying to understand this and starting to get a full idea the full picture of what dinosaurs truly were a 10 meter long creature was fantastically big pretty so, scary yeah well uh we still have a few other names to we do to sorry say uh, here. <laughs> i lost track of what we were saying uh, or else uh, we have also sanael sayed Doctor student from University of Michigan, uh, and Michigan. Uh, oh my God, there, Hisham Salam, professor at the American University in Cairo, and oh, and also at Mansura University, and additional colleagues from Benhai University and the Egyptian Environmental Affairs Agency. There you oh, yeah. go. A lot of, lot of folks. A lot of folks. And you see, isn't it interesting that like this uh, enormous amount of people doing forward in the discovery of a single neck vertebra? So what is the point here? It is just a bloody vertebra. How can we even know what kind of creature this is if we only have a cervical vertebra? Ah, well, our good professor, what's his name again? Patrick O'Connor explained this to us because you see, uh, these dear abelosaurids, they have a very unique, um, it's not collarbone, vertebra, neck vertebra. They have very unique. So just by looking at a picture of it, he knew it was a uh, abelosaurid. Yes, indeed. So you see, um, I actually try to be helpful around here by getting a few pictures of that just so we can make kind of a comparison. You know, hmm. uh, yeah, I, I try to be useful around here, folks. You know, I know I'm not that useful, but I try to. 
So uh, I mean, you're the backbone of this show. So ah, uh, yeah, sorry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. All right. So oh, interesting. Look at that. It looks like an alien. It, it does. If someone right. told me this was an alien school, I would believe. <laughs> well, if they told me before I, I learned about biology and such. Oh, all right, sure. Yeah, you know, oh, I was just about to used, ask you a few things about it, but uh, okay. They even used the pen to compare. Oh, wow, that's a big bone. It is. It was a, an enormous creature. So you see, uh, now you guys, you're probably watching this as a, a video on Instagram or stuff. You know, we'll see what I'm about to do tonight, what I'm about to produce. But uh, now let's make a, a, a nice comparison between that and the next one here. All right. So uh, Matthew, have a look at these uh, other cervical structures that I'm sending you. There are some drawings. There are some pictures. Please have a look at them. Oh, so Yeah, they're quite different. Yeah, so you see, uh, this very last one that I sent you is obviously a cacarontosaurus. That's literally the drawing there, so you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, look at the uh, the cervical uh, structure, the cervical vertebrae. You see just how different it is from the original one. And then the one that comes yeah. right before that is a tyrannosaurus. Have a look at the vertebrae. Oh. Totally different. Yeah, Amazing. and there's also a canotaurus right there. So... Uh-huh. And, and now yeah. that you have uh, all of these drawings, just compare to the original one, and you see what he meant by, you know, the abelis forward, uh, vertebral vertebrae. They were so different from any other one that it can't possibly yeah. mix them up. No, not at all. This is fantastic. Blacker fasting. <laughs> Indeed. So you see, now that we have explained all of that, could you tell us, please, what is the importance of this? Especially because, as we saw that, there were at least four kinds of carnivore in this region living at the same time. And yeah, like, a living uh, nightmare. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, it's literally five nights at Jurassic World. So, can you <laughs> can you tell us a bit about uh, what is the leading theory of how the, the animals even like? managed to coexist together yeah the uh, the main theory here is that each one of these big chumpy boys you got uh were special specialist hunters for a different type of prey so one would eat i don't know animal b the other one would eat animal c so they would you know coexist and maybe while there was some some kind of food abundance, they wouldn't try to kill each, each other. But yeah. when food resources got scarce, they would probably, you know, just beat each other to death and whatever. Yeah, no, exactly. No, you're pretty correct. Actually, I was just remembering that now. It reminded me of uh, an episode of Dino Planet or something like that, a, uh, a doco that showed us how the Spinosaurus, you know, it had a pretty easy life. It lived at the same time that Indeed. the Cacodontosaurus lived. Right, so it would just like get some fish, right, and also a few. Yeah. Oh, yeah, crocodiles. this is quite important because in the article they make sure to remember that, unlike what we saw in JP3, Spinosaurus, they were fish eaters. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> just to to remind everyone about this. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, uh, there's a huge difference between what uh, JP and JW have uh, showed us and what Nigel really looked like 65 million years yeah. ago. Oh, we all know that already, you know. I actually get so tired to see these uh, descriptions and comparisons. We all know that it's not what it looked like, okay? Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's always good to remember... If you say so, all right, sure. I don't know. Just, just let let me be happy. Ah, yeah. Okay, sure. All right. Sure, sure. Be happy, you. Yeah, these guys wanted to be happy. All right. So you see, there's oh. also the mention of uh, Parallel Titan. So I did some research here, and there was a huge creature. It reached uh, apparently 32 meters in length. Yeah, and it's a theropod, and it's a herbivore. That got me quite, for me, that's quite wacky. But it is a, a theropod? Yeah, it says here, somewhere. Hmm. Is, is it so? Let me see here. I, I, had, uh, <laughs> I had highlighted that as well. Here, here it is. Oh, no, it's a sauropod, sorry. Yeah. All right. No, that's okay. <laughs> it actually Forgive got me confused because... Insolence. Oh, come on. Because it is not like a totally uh, unhinged for us to think that a, a theropod would eat, uh, you know, lives because that's already happened before. I mean, look at bloody Dinochirus. It is a theropod. Indeed. And you know that Animal creature. Yeah. Oh, by the there, way. Eating his sleeves. Spoiler alert. That creature is just about to become the mascot of our podcast. Dinochirus. Ooh. All right. So. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Shh, shh, shh. Okay, keep that between you, me, and the 27 nations that are listening to this right now. There you yes. go. <laughs> so you see, just so we understood how this whole thing would work, huh? now uh, there's going to be some pictures that I got from the article, and of course, the mention of the article, just so you don't get sued. Now, Matthew... Very important. Now that we have covered this, uh, Matthew, when are you going to watch Jurassic World Dominion? I hope tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Let's hope so. Ideally before the review. Ideally before the review, yes. yes indeed. Yes. Yeah, Jurassic fans go there as well. I know, find the nearest cinema and watch Jurassic World Dominion and then send us your reviews as well. Because in the following weeks, we'll be doing loads of reviews with lots yeah. of guests. Yeah. Oh, by the Who way. Who doesn't like a review, a good review? Leah has offered to do another one with us, by the way. Oh, yes, she still owes us one. <laughs> But hey, another thing that the article brought, which made me really sad because, well, I didn't know about it. And when I found out, I got really sad is that a lot of fossils found at, in that region oh, they yeah. were destroyed during Second World War in a 1944 air raid that took place in Munich. Munich, yeah. yeah. I didn't know about that, and I am quite sad. I only knew about that. You know why? You know why I learned that? Hmm. Dinosaurs, you the biggest read. animals I ever lived. Ah, uh, there we have it. <laughs> I was going to say you read somewhere, and whoop, spoiler alert. <laughs> right is. on those magazines. Oh, they were amazing. All right, y'all. So that's it for today. Remember to please send us your audio reviews. So, you know, we are at Jurassic Fans, a rather nerd podcast on Instagram. So just find us there and send us a voice recording. 
But uh, if yeah. you want to send us an email, we are Jurassic Fans Podcast at gmail.com. That's our new email. There you go. Mail us. So, anything before I wrap this up, Matt? No, I'm satisfied. Very well then, so am I. So, thank you, Yao. And now, we'll be trying something new for our you know, weekly farewell. This is my favorite fragment of Malcolm's um, adventure. So, we'll be seeing you next week. Keep going for the score. Bye-bye. <laughs>